0: welcome back to soul back this is the r&b podcast kyle here and i've got tom with me tom second week in a row where is edward bowser
1: luckily this time i actually know where he is because i was i logged into facebook he let us all know he's actually stuck in traffic he got tickets for the migo show tonight so he's on the way there uh props ed for scoring those tickets man
0: (laughs) Well, Ed, I hope you have a good time at the Migos, but in the meantime, I guess we will have to uh, handle this podcast, right, Tom?
1: Uh, we'll hold it down without him for another week. He'll be back next week.
0: Right. Well, some sad news for you. Um, I just read recently that a lot of those TV shows that everyone was tuning into, Power, Star, Empire, I think they're all, like, done after this season. I could be wrong on Power, but I know Star and Empire are going to be done, or it might already be done. Um uh, your thoughts on that, Tom?
1: Uh, I mean, I never watched any of those. My wife is gonna be pissed, though. She she loves Star and uh, Empire, but I don't really care. However, I knew they were pretty big. I did catch a couple in the beginning of Empire. It was pretty cool to see, like, about the industry and all that. But you know, these things can't go forever. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I think it seemed like after a couple of seasons, they just kept adding like guest artists to appear on there. And it probably watered down the show a little bit.
1: And it's like on these shows, they just come up with the most wild stuff and situations. It's just like it gets crazier every episode. It's almost like, all right, when's enough, enough? So I guess they ran out of ideas.
0: Well, the good news is that means Brandy has to go back into the studio and put out that album that we've all been anticipating.
1: There we go. Let's get your boy Camper exactly. on the line. Get some progress on that.
0: (laughs) Exactly. But, Tom, a lot for us to talk about this week, um, as we normally do. Uh, You missed out on last week. I interviewed Brandy from Black by myself, and uh, this week they dropped um, their unreleased 2003 album, Torch, which we both had a chance to listen to. And, Tom, it seems like a lot of people have been waiting for this album.
1: Yeah, we've already got a lot of comments our way. I was interested to hear how they could release it. And you covered that in your interview with Brandy. Um, when they got dropped from Elektra, they Electra basically gave them the album to own it themselves, which doesn't always happen. A lot of times these labels will lock up the music. So that was pretty cool. And they released it on the 20th anniversary of their debut of when that came out. So that was another cool thing. Um, so it was definitely interesting to listen to. You know, I, I found myself almost forgetting at times that came out. In t- it was recorded in like 2003, so I was thinking like, you know, in modern day terms, so you got to kind of change your mindset a bit. But uh, what did you think of it?
0: Yeah, and I think that was what I was going to get to, because as we both listened to it, I think, and you might need to correct me or, or fix my, my, my mindset here. But when I listened to the album, I think initially I listened to it as if the album came out in 2019. And if you have that mentality, it's going to sound very, very dated. But if you flip the switch and listen to it like you're back in 2003, I think your experience will be a little different. But, Tom, I think one of the interesting things that um, I came across, some of those Missy Elliott tracks especially, those sound really, really dated. And it made me think, did it not age well or, you know, because I know in 2003 people would have loved those records, but a song like Freakazoid, that, that didn't sound good to me. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it's not that it didn't age well. I mean, if you listen to Jodeci for the first time today, you're going to think, man, this sounds so dusty sounding. I mean, a lot of stuff, you know, you can't. it's hard for stuff to age well when the sound of music changes so rapidly. I mean, look at the modern sounds. You won't even hear a live instrument. So, what Missy and Timbaland made famous in the 90s today, although some of it does still sound current because it was so futuristic, a lot of it is just from that era, a lot of what they did. So it's not a diss against them or the group. I just think it's how quickly sound is changing.
0: Yeah, I agree. But like you said, it, it did have a bit of a nostalgic feel to it. So when I heard some of those records, I was like, yeah, that takes me back to this era, which is always cool to just go back to you know your favorite era of music and discover new music. And But Tom, the question I have for you, right, because when I interviewed Brandy, She had mentioned that this Torch album wasn't the group's favorite and that the label sort of forced them to to record it and put it out. So if you're in the position that Black is in right now, 20th anniversary, do you release this album knowing that you don't like it, but the fans do, or do you just keep it in the vaults? What would you do as an artist or a CEO? Well,
1: it seemed like they had no choice because the fans, as you know, have been asking for it for so long. I mean... They could have even dropped this thing around when Natina passed. That would have been cool too, because that would have been ten years or so since it was, you know, originally released and it was expected to drop. But I mean, I don't think they had a choice. I mean, it's interesting the timing. You know, like I'm curious what what was the one factor that made them decide to just put it out. But you know, I, I'll say this: I'm glad we got it, even if they don't like it. It's for the fans. More artists, I wish would would release stuff from the vault for their fans and do it for the fans.
0: Man, if we could just go into that John B. uh, vault and take all (laughs) these records that he hasn't put out, I know some fans would be happy to hear those.
1: John B., a lot of other artists too, man. Imagine, there's so much stuff out there. Static Major, we always heard about his archive.
0: Yeah. Well, didn't uh, John B. drop like a B-side project a couple years back? And John L. did as well, like the Lost Files?
1: Both of them did. Good call on that. That was cool.
0: Yeah. Um, unfortunately for Tank, he won't need to put that out because like, all his unreleased music is on the internet already. But some of these 90s artists, it'd be nice to hear some more music from.
1: It, it's, it's funny you mention that because now out of nowhere, Warner, the label, is just putting out random songs. We just got a Brian McKnight and a, an a, um, Eric Benet song that were from yeah. their albums in the 2000s and were like Japanese bonus tracks. So most of us in the U.S. never heard them. It wasn't when the yeah. internet was popular and streaming, so we never really got to hear them. And it I just ca- kind of came out of nowhere. The artists haven't even mentioned them. Warner just threw them up there on streaming. It's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I'd seen that too. I um I was looking at, I think it was Trey Song's discography probably about two months ago. And on his second album, Trey Day, I found a couple of uh, bonus songs that I hadn't heard either. So, I mean, it's a cool way to find new music, I guess. Just And yeah. Tom, you know what? Well- I'll say this. It's... You know how we complain about how listeners have no excuse to um, look for music or, or know that an artist has put out new music? With mm-hmm. things like Spotify, it makes it so much easier. You just search, search up the artist's name and everything's there. So really, now there's no excuse.
1: There really isn't. You know how upset we get when people say nothing good is out there or coming out or my artist hasn't released an album since 2002? Come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But Tom, uh, back to this Black Album, one thing that you did bring up was you were not a fan of the subject matter for the majority of the album. What was wrong with the subject matter?
1: Well, I'm a dude and I don't, I don't like to listen to a full album of women bashing dudes, basically. You know, like hating on men, saying he did me wrong. It's tough for me as a man to hear that for a full album, the majority of the songs.
0: See, I don't disagree with that and I'm with you at it- it does kind of feel uncomfortable, but Tom, you got to remember, that was 2003. That was when girl groups were like in effect, and you got to remember, there were songs like No Scrubs by TLC, Bills by Destiny's Child, um, <laughs> even Sunshine Anderson heard it all before. It's, it's, it's all those type of records that made it big, so I'm not surprised, but yeah, it seemed like the album did have like a lot of those like men are trash type of songs, which if Ed was here, he'd probably rant about
1: he would. Men were men were not doing too good back then. I guess.
0: <laughs> no, we were not. We're better now, though. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh man, um, Tom, I forgot. Did you have a fan that you wanted to shout out this week? Yeah, let me get my list out. Come back to me at
1: uh, near the end of the episode. I have a list of a few people I want to shout out.
0: All right, all right. Um, and Tom, I gotta say, I, I gotta give this young lady a shout out Shay Leah
1: oh well yeah This this dangerous
0: EP that you were raving about cuz guys let me give you some backstory the previous week Tom and I were going nuts over this lucky day project which is still an amazing album you guys got to listen to it it seems like every time I listen to it I find something new that I like and we had already said that was one of our favorite if not the best R&B album of the year and then Tom last week messages us and says Yo, you gotta listen to the Shaylia EP. It's my favorite project of the year. I'm like Tom. You already said Lucky Day was. So, <laughs> what, what makes this project so good? You know what's really
1: killing it when we get an artist that's young who has vocals who uses that vocals and is you know we get that nostalgic feel like a '90s feel but is still current. It's not trendy. It's current, but it pays homage to those who came before. We don't. A lot of days, these younger R&B artists are not paying homage, and I think that's what we lose interest in. But an artist like Shay Lee, you know, masterfully does that. You know, she makes some really good R&B. It's kind of same thing with Lucky Day. This is where I want to hear the genre progress to. I don't want to hear trap and B. I want to hear vocals. I want to hear some more progressive production. And that's what we get on these type of projects. So if you haven't had a chance to check out her EP Dangerous, I mean, definitely check it out. It's really one, one of the best we've heard this year.
0: Yep, and another project for you guys to to um, check out is Adrian Marcel's 98. That came out last week as well, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but we're going to, Tom, we're going to have Adrian Marcel on one of these upcoming podcasts to talk about it, right? Absolutely. One of our favorite artists from this new generation. Yep, exactly. And then the last song I wanted to touch on here, and Tom, it kind of just reminds me of how great the 90s were when it comes to R&B. Um, Tank uh, has this single out right now dirty which I know you do not like Um, so what he has done he has added Ed's cousin cousin Chris Brown to the record which I don't think appeals to you but he has also changed up the beat and I think he now has Keith Sweat's twisted sample on it he does I knew
1: I heard that when I first listened to it it was an interesting touch by Tank
0: and somewhere out there Ed Bowser is going crazy
1: I think he's uh, not going crazy. I think maybe the opposite, but we'll have to find out when he gets back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, and Tom, it's so interesting now, and we're at that age where our music is being sampled in this in in this new generation. How do you feel when you hear these newly sampled, you know, records? Are you just thinking back to the original, like, because um, even on DJ Khaled's album, SZA has a record that samples uh, Outkast, Miss Jackson, and I'm like, that's way too soon to sample that, but. Tom, I came out like 18 years ago.
1: Yeah. You know what? It's all about nostalgia, man. I think people are finally realizing that when you get to a certain age, you want stuff that reminds you of when you were younger. And I think, you know, some of these artists are getting that point and trying to tap into that. Other artists are just following what's trendy and trying to go that route. But, you know, props to Tank. I think we like this, this version of the song better than the original. It definitely yeah. brought that nostalgia out of us, so we'll take it.
0: Yeah, I just hope that... uh, And Tom, the release of Tank's album has been weird. We have no news on the album yet. The single has been out for a minute. I think he hit number one on Urban AC too, right?
1: He did. And I was asking you. It was interesting that they pushed a campaign like that. Had him go number one. And then uh, no album in sight. So are they going to try to push another single now? It'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, because Dirty kind of reminded me of when we... And although that trap sound is still the biggest thing in urban music, I think with artists like Lucky Day, like LMA and her, they're starting to push it back more towards like instrumentation. So maybe by the time Tank's album comes out, it might sound a little dated per se. I don't know if that's the, if that's the right term, but maybe they're going back into the lab to put something that's more um, relevant to what's on the radio right now in terms of urban AC.
1: Interestingly enough for Tank, he's fully equipped to flip back to that lane and give us instrumentation and give us vocals. Isn't that funny how that works?
0: Yeah, but you know what's <laughs> going to happen, right? He's, he's going to do that type of music and it's not going to sell.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then he's going to rant on Instagram again about it. We know it's coming.
0: Yep, pretty much. Now, Tom, Tyrese made a pretty interesting rant on uh, Instagram. I know you like Tyrese rants. And uh, he was pretty much just saying, uh, you know, do you want to know why I'm not considering... I'm considering just retiring for good, which, Tom, I thought he was going to retire for good. But he was just complaining about how, you know, it's so easy to find music on Spotify now. And that, you know, artists don't have to work as hard to get their music out there. And he's like, you know, and and artists have gotten lazy because of that. How do you feel about that whole rant?
1: Man, I... You know what, I don't know if that's valid. I mean, you still got to, there's so many people you're competing against. Like Tyrese is a celebrity, so he's going to be able to get the word out there. But, you know, there's a ton of artists putting the music on Spotify and no one's hearing it. I mean, it's not like you could just slap your music up there and everyone's going to hear it. Um, So I kind of get where he's coming from as an artist who came up through the major label system. But he has more resources than all these other cats combined. So what is he really talking
0: about? Well, it's, I think it's just Tyrese being Tyrese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he likes to complain.
0: Don't we all? Um, Tom, I think that's it for the new music. Are you ready for your list yet of, of people that we need to?
1: Yeah, shout out? I got a couple. Couple I want to shout out this week. These are some. These are two of our listeners and readers who have you know been down with us for many many years now. Amber Meyer, Ricks. I want to shout out, and John Betts, and both of them are all over our Facebook page and our social media, always chiming in from time to time on things and really supporting us. So shout out to those two. Thank you for your support. We really appreciate it.
0: Tom, I don't think uh, John Bett was the right person to shout out this week because every time Jagged Edge drops a new song that's not good, you'll you'll be sure to see his comment on there. But <laughs> Listen,
1: I like people who can keep it real, so we appreciate you, John. I mean, tell us how you feel. We like hearing the feedback. If you don't like something, if you do like something... We'll take it.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. But Tom, uh, you know, and, and not to be a spoiler, but uh, yeah, Jagged Edge will be joining us on the podcast shortly. But before Jagged Edge joins us, can we talk about this Darnell Jones rant that he had on Instagram? It wasn't really a rant, but he was just announcing that he has a new album coming out and he hopes everyone supports it because we need to support real music if we want it to come back. And I know a lot of people were commenting on the video saying, you know, this new music is cool, but it doesn't hit the soul like the music that Donnell made or John B. made. Tom, we need to start supporting these artists, don't we? And how can we do that, especially with iTunes going away now?
1: Hold on. We need to start supporting these artists? We've been down for 10 years now supporting these artists. And we just got right, to get we other as,
0: people to we, do it. We as, a, <laughs> we as in the general, as the people, I'm sorry.
1: I know, I know. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, I, I, if iTunes is going away... First off, I heard they're replacing it with some type of Apple Music thing, so I think there'll still be a format you can purchase music. But realistically, at least go no, to actually, the shows, let me, man. Let me
0: correct you there, Tom. Uh, yeah, MP3s and all that, they're they are going to demolish that stuff. It's gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was heading that way anyway. I'm sad, personally. We'll get into that another time when we have more time. But, yeah, yeah I mean, you got to support these artists. You can't complain and not do something about it. I know if you're listening to this podcast... It's likely that you're doing your part, so we appreciate that. But spread the word, get others to chip in too.
0: Yeah, and especially when it's a veteran artist who has consistently given us quality music, it's really the least we can do at this point. I mean it's cool to go to the go to the shows and all of that, but you know, when it comes to the billboard charting, I think I read it was like every two thousand five hundred stream counts as one album sale that's how billboard calculates it as a consumer i can't look at it the same way one album hmm. sale should be more than 2005 and i don't know how you would be able to quantify it but i think we need to stress more importance on the album sales even though no one really yeah. buys albums anymore fair enough so it's a tough one tom but tom before we get any further let's uh us grab our popcorn and our soda because we have a special guest coming through
2: and like i said every week we try to bring in someone special someone who has brought soul back and tom i think we have two that have done just that
1: yeah i'm excited to introduce this week's
2: guest uh joining us um one of
1: our favorite groups of all time legendary group so many hits you know we support them they're still making quality music they got a new album coming out new singles out Really excited to welcome Wingo and
2: Kyle from Jagged Edge. What's up, guys?
3: What up, man? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. Happening? what's happening?
2: Can we take a moment? I've been waiting to do this for a long time, but Kyle, can we take a moment to brag about this JE Heartbreak intro man, on, on the yes, second album? Yes, yes. That intro, that is a legendary intro right there.
4: No doubt. And guess what? We're about to incorporate it into our show, man. That's um,
2: yeah, that's one wow.
4: of all of our favorite um. Favorite um intros as well, man, and you know people are still talking about that fifteen, twenty years later.
3: And there's some.
2: <laughs> You're getting old, we go. Oh wow. For sure. So, guys, before you guys chime in, I want Tom to give us the fan perspective of Jagged Edge, especially during that run from Je Heartbreak all the way to Hard. That was like an album every year, hit after hit. Tom, as a fan. And I know you were in college at the time. What was what was it like for you as as a listener? Man, I was just celebrating um, where the party at. You know, it, it celebrated an anniversary
1: recently. Had me looking back to, you know, my days in college when that came out. That was such an anthem. The J.E. Heartbreak album, with classic front to back. You know, even when the I remember the anticipation of when the Heart album came out when I was in college. And, man, it was just such a great time for R&B. Jagged Edge was coming with so many hits you know and it really solidified the group's legacy as one of the best Army groups of all time so guys i mean how do you guys view your own legacy do you look at yourselves as as legendary or do you look at yourselves as like you still got a lot more work to do i mean how do you view it
3: i mean you um, one thing about it, i mean we we love what we do and you know us coming up you know we we adore groups like new edition you know what i'm saying right down the boys and men jodeci so we definitely want to be made we doesn't want to be named mention of those guys, you know what I'm saying? Who, who put it down? You know what I'm saying? Who everybody respected? So we want that same type of respect. But we still working hard. Like I said, it's our tenth album. Um, uh, the name of the new album is called "A Jagged Love Story." Our brand new singers called uh, "Closest Thing to Perfect." So I mean, we still going, and we yeah, we we got a lot. We got a lot more gas. You know what I'm saying? The tank.
4: Yeah, definitely. To add what Kyle was saying, man. Yeah, I mean. Basically, it's been a great run, but the work is not done, you know. Yep. And, um, you know, we're going to keep on pushing, man. And thanks to great fans like you guys and, you know, you know, real music lovers, you know what I'm saying, that that that, that gives us fuel to the fire. That keeps us going, and that keeps us motivated. So, you know, the work isn't good done, but, you know, Jagged Edge, we're here to stay. We always wanted to be a household name, and I think we've accomplished part of that. Right. You
1: know, one of my favorite things about Jagged Edge is that you guys made it cool for for men like myself to be into love songs, to be singing at the top of our lungs to love songs and want to be in love, which I thought was an amazing thing about, you know, every hit you guys came out with. It was like, damn, you know, it it made you feel that. It made you feel something. And it was all about love. So talk about the response you guys got over the years on your hit songs when, you know, from dudes, basically.
4: I mean, basically, you know what I'm saying? That, that's what we do. You know, we are, we'll always tell you, like in our shows, you know, much love to the brothers as well, man. And it's always extra special when the brothers and the fellas come show us love because we're speaking through the guys. When you're in a bad relationship or you're in a great relationship or you need a decision to make in a relationship, um, you know, put on a Jagged Edge record. I guarantee we, uh, we've covered that, you know what I mean, with with, you know, nine albums. But basically, yeah, we're speaking through the guys. You know, a lot of times it's hard for guys to, you know, to to um, express itself. And mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we're just trying to, you know, express express for you. You know what I'm saying? Speak be on the, behalf. Yeah, speak on the behalf. Be, in the, be <laughs> an expression for the better. Yeah. So you know, it's always extra extra special when guys come up to us and man, you know, show us love and just tell us, you know, you know, keep going and you with know, that with that favorite group and all that, man. You know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? Like you love it.
1: Yeah. And uh, sure. you, you guys mentioned this new project you guys have coming out. I, I think I can speak for R&B lovers when I say it's always a treat when a new Jagged Edge album is on the way. We always look forward to it. The new single, Closest Thing to Perfect, is out now. What can you tell us about the new album? It's, it's fire! It's
3: hot. <laughs> and guess what, though?
4: Now, <laughs> now watch this. This going to really impress you. For the past nine albums, we've been... We've been putting twelve, thirteen, fourteen records on the project. I think the most we might have done, maybe fourteen, fifteen songs, wherever on, on the project. This album is going to be a double album. You're going to get twenty-one jagged edge records this time.
3: Wow! Well, so you, can made listen, you, guys- you can
4: listen to it from from
3: from from your mother house to your <laughs> stepmother house to your <laughs>
1: wow to his mother house.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, made you guys decide to do the, do something extra special like that? It's your first time doing one of those.
4: It's our 10th album, and it's just a milestone for us. Um, mm. And, again, you know, it, we've never done it before. So we're big on, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, setting, you know, setting the bar for ourselves as well. We're still setting the bar. We're trying to, you know, top every every project. And we just want this to be special. It's our 10th album. And, you know, it's a milestone for us, 20 years in the, twenty plus years in the business. Yeah. And, um, you know, our fans are still here with us. So, you know what I'm saying, we just want to give them a treat. Yeah.
2: That's dope. What's the sound of this album going to be like? I know the Layover album your last album and I, I know the fans noticed it was a little different than some of the previous Jagged albums. What do you think this one is going to sound like?
4: Uh, well, um, just like the last two albums, you know what I'm saying, we produced every every track ourselves and um, you know, we've always written everything ourselves or whatever since day 1. But um, you know, it's it's going to be vintage Jagged edge, but you know, technology moves faster than we do. You know what I mean, and you know, so there's a bunch of new sounds out and a bunch of new vibes you can incorporate with. You know, what I'm saying with what you do, and and that's just what, what you're going to get. You're going to get vintage jagged edge with like a new feel, with, with, with a 2019 touch. How About
2: that, talk to him. We're looking forward to hearing uh, when, that. Yeah, when's that album coming out?
4: The album is slated to release around July.
2: The beginning of July. So, coming soon. Yeah, just be ready. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I want to take some time to highlight some of uh, our favorite Jagged Edge songs. I don't want to hear from yours as well at Wingo and Kyle. But, I mean, I'll start out first and you guys react to it whatever way you guys want to react to it. But uh, one of my favorites is off the hard album. It's I Don't Wanna. What do you guys remember about that one?
4: I Don't Wanna, man. Um, (laughs) That's a baby for us. (laughs)
3: I mean, but I mean, but I mean, just like Wingo say, just to hear another, you know, brother, another man speak on the song, like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to work in a single. So, so it definitely allowed us to know that, that, that you definitely listen to the... You're listening. You listen to the album, you know what I mean? Because you know, a lot of people be like, you know, I, I like Gotta Be. Okay, you know, that's a single. I like Where to Party. At. Okay, that's a single. But when you talk about I Don't Want, we we really turn around and be like, okay, hold on now. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Because you're you really, you really into the project, and that's what we do. We, we we aim to please, but at the same time, we speak on the behalf of men. You know, it's a lot of brothers right. out there, you know, who, who just don't know how to express themselves, but they cut a Jagged Edge album on, they'd be like, yo, man, y'all hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what I was trying to tell them. Right?
2: <laughs> Tom, you know, what about you?
1: So I, I just, you know, uh, one thing I love about Jagged Edge, like I said, you, you speak from the male perspective. You've got a song like Visions on the hard album. It just shows that vulnerability. You know, something I was going through at the time, a song like mm-hmm. Questions on the self-titled album, once again, just showing that vulnerability. I love songs like that, man. I mean... How is it for you guys to put your, you know put yourselves out like that, show that vulnerability? Because a lot of times nowadays, Jews try to act so hard, like they're not going through things, but that's real right there.
3: I mean, that's the whole thing, the vulnerability. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, who who wants to hear the same old freaky deaky, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> and, and, and just seeing like that's, that's, that's what kind of R&B is at right now, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of a little ronch. Uh, we don't have a lot of meat on the bone, so, you know, we always try to stay... Relevant and, and reality written, like you know, we have feelings too. We as men, we have feelings, and a lot of men don't really express that. That's like how they appreciate that product that we put out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you say, I don't want it. Yeah, it ain't nothing wrong with uh Shivery is not dead. You know what I'm saying? You may not know how to deal with it, but it's definitely not dead. And once you learn it, you know, you have a better relationship, you have a better, you know, uh, aspect on. Um, what 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 really matters. And and God gives to a woman as a man, and God gives to a man as a
2: woman. If you don't know that, then you're going to be lost, bro. Mm. Mm. Exactly. Tom, Tom, can we give a couple of shout-outs here? Of course you can, bro. <laughs> Let's give a shout-out to Kyle for his falsetto solo on Rest of Our Lives. Let's give <laughs> a shout-out. It. Hold it, hold
3: it, hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Boy, I give him a shout-out did? That's
2: a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, shout-out shout out to Wingo for his part on Season's Change. He killed that. But, oh, guys, oh, man, you guys.
4: appreciate it, man. That boy listen, yep. man. Hey, I appreciate, hey, appreciate it, too, man. And also, I want to give a big shout-out to John Legend, man. You know what I'm saying? For just blessing us, man, with uh, his with his Season's Change, Yeah, with his, you know what I'm saying, with his um. With, with his hands on the keys uh, no. and, 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 and
3: his vocal ability, man, John Legend is the truth, and he'll be around for a long time. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, amazing. And shout Can out I? to you guys. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> real, I mean, this, this interview was very delightful because tell you, know, you didn't do a straight straight interview. Don't nobody really know, but like I say, singles. I mean, but y'all all guys right. is really coming with. Well you know, somebody did their homework over there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. We've been
1: listening for many years, man. Let me let me give a shout out to Jagged Edge, and I'll tell you why. Because me personally, I grew up, I came into R and B a little past the Jodeci and Boys to Men. There, I grew up on 112, Jagged Edge, Next, and Drew Hill. And let me tell you, man, okay, each of those groups have pretty much broken up at this point. Drew Hill has a totally different lineup. 112 is broken up. Next, we recently had R L on here. He told us this is probably the end of Next. You guys have been the ones who've been together all these years. We got to give you so much props for sticking it out. I know it's tough as a group to stay together, but you guys have been here, and we got to really respect that.
4: Hey, man, let me tell you something. If it ain't broke, why try to fix it? You know right. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're going to ride this thing to the brakes fall off. And we love each yeah. other, and we love what we do, man, regardless, man. Yep. Ain't no money. Ain't no honey. Ain't nothing going <laughs> to shoot us apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, it, because at the end of the day, it's bigger than us. You know what I mean? Right, like we've right. created millions and millions of fans, man. You know what I'm saying? And and now you letting down a whole genre of music. You letting down a whole generation.
3: Yeah. You know what
4: I'm saying? We can't do mm-hmm. that, man. You right. know what I'm saying? Like we wouldn't be. None of us would need baby sleep at night, man. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna ride this thing to the brakes fall off, man. And you know we're gonna keep it going, man. You know what I'm saying? As long as our fans want us, want us here. When y'all kick us out, we'll be out. Yeah. And I don't think that's
2: happening. <laughs> right. No, <I'm> hope <laughs> not. <laughs>
3: it's amazing. Yeah.
2: And then we also have to give out a shout out to the twins Brandon and Brian cuz they've been Definitely. killing it for man, for a long time. To
3: Brandon, Brian, dog nice and my The yes, <laughs> <Yes,
4: man. laughs> guys,
2: Absolutely. we had uh we had Pleasure P from pretty Ricky on the podcast a while ago and he was telling me just the the challenges of staying in a group and playing your role, but you guys have done it so well over the last almost ten, I guess 10 albums now. What's the key to staying in your role? And understanding that each part is just as important as the next.
4: Definitely. Um you know, and, and and let me tell you something what what it takes. And it's called it's one word, man. Humility. Being mm. humble, yes. man. You know what yes. I'm saying? Like, you know, again, it's bigger than each member in this group. You know what I mean? Like I you know, like 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 I can write, I can write. But why would I go take the pen out of somebody's hand who's writing hit after hit after hit? Like that doesn't make sense. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Like you know, they they've incorporated us on the writing and all that stuff, but they do both of the writing. Yeah. As long as you are as as long, as long as you're in the zone and you you pushing out them hits after hit, the number yeah. ones after number ones, I'm not, I'm not gonna bother that.
3: But I mean, but, <laughs> I
4: wanna, I want I'm thankful to be a part.
3: I mean, but, but but just like you say, everybody know their role. I mean, we are we are a real team. We like the old Bulls, you know. You got Michael Jordan, you got Steve Kerr, you got Luka, Haney, you got Pippen, <laughs> and, and, and so everybody go wear their own jerseys. So ain't never better. been four Michael Jordans on one thing. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> you can't be no four Michael Jordans. You, know no. right. you, you know what I'm <laughs>
4: exactly. saying? Everybody got to play their role to get to a championship. You get know exactly. And, that, and that's just all it's about, man. Once you know, once you learn that and knows that, man, you know what I'm saying, you you be confident in what you do, confident in what you do, and you're going to go give your 100% in whatever role you play. There
3: you go. 110%, let me say that. Put that 10 on. <laughs> Got you. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> so, guys, since you guys are now celebrating 10 studio albums, next studio album coming very soon, have you guys started to appreciate, you know, being on the road and doing shows more? Because... I, I'm willing to bet that your career has just flown by from 96 up until this point. It, it's gone by fast, hasn't it?
0: Yeah,
4: it seems that way. It seems like it was just yesterday. But, you know, we you know, again, like, yeah, I mean, as far as doing shows, there's nothing like just getting on stage and that adrenaline. And, you know, pe- people, you know, paying their hard earned money, you know what I'm saying, to come see you and singing your songs word for word. You know what I'm saying? That's no greater feeling, man. And, uh, we're all just thankful for that. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to keep it going. We um you know, shows is is, is 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 the ultimate climax. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and it's, we don't, I mean, we love being on stage, man. You know what I'm saying? We've been from here across the, across the globe. And, you know, we'll do it again. You know what I'm saying? We just can't wait to, you know, come see our fans and, and yeah, hug and kiss our fans and just let them know that we appreciate all the support and all the love. That's what it's about. At the end of the day, you get to see your fans when you when you're at home and you're recording. You know, you're creating something that you hope they will like. Right. But then when they end up liking it, you know, what I'm saying you want to you want to be you want to show them your appreciation. You want to go shake their hands and tell them yeah. thank you.
2: You know. Right. We forgot to ask because we talked about our favorite songs. What are your guys' favorite songs from the Jagged Edge discography?
4: Oh man. Shoot, um, I mean, I I got so many, man. You know what I mean? Just For like you make sure. questions it, it is one of my. I was just listening to that a, a few days ago. Um, I mean, like, um, wow, i um, head of this household. Respect. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
4: yes, you know, it, it's some that are kind of like really, really personal and close to us. You know what I mean? Because of how the songs were created. You know, um, respect was created from. a... I had a friend that was going through the uh, domestic violence, you know, and actually the guy who was, who was beat, you know, beating on her was one of my, was, was a friend of mine, you know, a long time wow. friend of mine. And, you know, that made us create that record, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it's just, it's just records like that, that's, you know, kind of
3: personal and close and it, it makes so many. Though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I really, mean, I, I really can't. I really can't yeah. Like, like, I mean, like you see, we got 10 albums that we are talking about now, so Every other day, you know, I'm, I'm playing something or somebody's playing something to remind me of. This was my favorite song in '97. This was my favorite song in '98. And you and sometimes you forget, like, yo, that is dope. That is that <laughs> record right there, you know. What I'm saying? So yep. that within itself is a blessing, you know. what I'm saying for us to still be here, you know, God has definitely been good to us and our career, and our families, and we still going. You know, we still. We still, you know, can 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 jog around the corner without, you know, being out of breath. And, you know, <laughs> we ain't got to worry about nobody. like you know, <laughs> you know, we need to take us to some type of well. You know, we all respect each other and what we do, and it's just a blessing. We got a good team. You know what I'm saying? Jay got an awesome team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, right down to our DJ, it's our role manager. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Show us a little, you know what I'm saying, but but we got a great team, you know, and we got a great, You (laughs) get saved (laughs) right (laughs) there, but but, but we do got a great team that kind of, you know, keep us going and and show us that, you know, we're out here for you guys or whatever you guys need, we're going to make it comfortable for y'all because y'all earned that, so that's an awesome feeling, man, along with great fans and great interviews, it's all worthwhile.
2: Yeah, and you know, just a couple more questions here. Um, you know, I was reading up on on Jagged Edge's history, and Mike Bivens originally discovered you guys. So, uh, what what do you think Jagged Edge's career and sound would have been like if you guys had stuck with Mike Bivens uh, instead of you know going to Social Death with JD? I still I think like it
4: would have been the same. I yeah, mean, because uh, like, yeah, because like, you know, we were we were always a self contained group. We, so we were writing songs. You know that's what that's what you know that's why J D was impressed by. You know, what I'm saying he could put us in the studio, put a beat on, and, and, walk, and, away. and walk away, and come out that with a with a entire record. You know what I mean? So um, I think it would have kind of it would have been you know would have kind of been the same pass. I'm not I'm not sure as far as the sound, bro. Yeah, you know, we know, 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 you know, I mean? you know we were still balladeers and stuff, but. You know, JD turned us on to the up-tempos, uh, and you know what I mean. And,
3: right. You
4: know I, what I'm saying? Like, so you know, it was it was, a, it, was a, it was kind of a marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Match made in Match made. You, know, it was, you were the super producer, and then you got some awesome writers, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, awesome
3: vocalists,
2: man. You know, it, 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 it's it, it's, a, it's a marriage. Yeah. Nope, nope. So, guys, I think that pretty much is all we have, but. Kyle, I know you're a huge new edition fan, and one of the people, one of our readers wanted us to ask you, which new edition you prefer, the one with Bobby Brown or with Johnny Gill? <laughs>
3: man, both of them, but Bobby Brown is the original. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they call me Bobby Brown Jr. for the good reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: but yeah I mean, but all six, man, all six. Yeah, all six, yeah. But to see all of them on stage... I think it's awesome. I, I think it's awesome because, I mean, it's an awesome group and the Jevity, you know what I mean? It's just. crazy. Oh, but, it. but,
4: but, but each member represents a time in, you know, in, in, in their, in their uh, story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? And everybody played, it, played a integral part. So, you know, I like, I, I like seeing all of them.
2: Me yeah. too, man. All of them. <laughs> Yope. And then finally, I want to hear a humbling story here. Uh. From the early beginnings, when you guys the, the first time you got in the studio, when you realized that this wasn't you know just singing for fun anymore, this was a real career, a job. Do you guys have a story of that where you guys realized that?
3: Um, I do I, I, you know I think it's a bunch of them. <laughs> but, but you know, I, I think I think I got one when we had uh, did um, for the rest of our lives because Brandon Bryan normally they you know they they write the bulk of the songs, but. For this particular day and this particular song, the vibe in there was so strong. Yeah. You know, our uh, 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 wingo was over there writing the part. I came over and I wrote this bar, so it was Candy, like Candy was, Candy was in there with us. So it was like, mm. was like, yo, 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 I got this bar. Let me, let me, let me go in the booth. And 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 then I just saw the 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 strength and the magic and the vibe and the brotherhood and the union. I'm like, hey, man. We finna get us some to get us some Jordans, and some cars. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I was like, like, this thing is for real, you know? Because you really don't know, and you know that was our first album. So you know how they say, you know that 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 first album, you don't know if it's a jinx album or if you really hear the beat, is if, if you really hear the state. So um, you know, it was it was definitely um, a, a, a vibe to where I really felt good about. This group is on his way to, to to some big, some big amazing things. We're here for the long haul.
1: Oh. and the rest is is history, guys. You know, and
3: uh <laughs>
1: So we're we're pretty much out of time. We wanna just really thank you guys once again, the legendary Jagged Edge, Colin Wingo for joining us, man. We we always gonna yeah, support huh? what you guys are doing. Looking forward to this new album, man, and, and just keep it going, man. We appreciate so much what you're doing.
4: All right, man, thank you guys as well, man, and um, great interview, and, man, just we just want to tell all our fans we love them to death, man. Get ready, get ready for the new album or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Dad, you can download the new single on all digital platforms. Follow us at official underscore J-E and each member, you know what I'm saying, underscore J-E, whatever. And mine is Wingo ATL, and it's going all the way down, man. Jack and Edge in the building. We got merchandise. Hey, man, go out and get a T-shirt or something. Get a Red sweater, sir, get a hint, man. get a button, anything. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> love our fans, and we just want to bless y'all, man. So, and we'll be coming to a city near you. Yeah,
3: so.
0: And Tom, that was Jagged Edge on the podcast. Shout-outs to Kyle and Wingo. Good dudes.
1: Really good dudes. That was a a fun podcast. You know, 90s R&B legends. We were glad to have them share some of that insight.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I know a lot of people were hoping for Brian and Brandon, and we'll get them at some point. But I really like the fact that we had Kyle and Wingo because we never really hear from those two.
1: Absolutely. It was cool that we lined up those two, hear their perspective. They're a big part of the group, too. I mean, everyone knows the twins, but... These two have been part of the group from the beginning and do a big part.
0: Yeah, and that's why I hate it when I read comments and people are like why why is Kyle in the group he doesn't even sing or why is Wingle in the and you know I th- I think people forget that a group has more to do than than just singing. They they play other parts in in, in that uh in that group. Like Mr. Dalvin from Jodicey, he might not be the singer of the group, but hey, he's the one that's doing the interviews. That counts.
1: What does he do? I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> mr dalvin's actually like the drummer i believe and he like does all the fashion stuff nice so there you have it um tom are you ready for the play of please i'm ready um i only have one this week but it's like outrageous so i want your input on it um your favorite group b5 who you caught on the millennium tour oh wait (laughs) they were not on that (laughs) well they were on one show so let's give them props for that but uh they have a new ep out uh, with a new single, I believe, called called Waves, I understand, from what I understand. Um, yep. But their new EP title would be called New Jacksons. Tom.
1: Listen, listen, man, I wish Ed was here for this one. But all I got to say was I remember when they were signed to Motown in the 2013, I think. And I went to their listening event for the album. They performed. They didn't even sing. They just did dance moves the whole time. I've never seen anything like it, man. Is that what B5
0: is all about? Yeah, man, it's about that high, ener- high energy. I don't know about the singing, but they can perform. They're good dancers. But the new yeah. Jacksons, Tom, we already got mad at Jacquees for calling him himself the king of R&B. And I think even more offensive to the genre is calling yourself the new Jacksons. Like, that's a greater offense than calling yourself the king of r and B. I I think.
1: I mean, that's a, that's a formula for uh, immediate failure because no one's going to take that seriously. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it sucks because B5 does have some decent records. And uh, just like our good friend David Dwayne said in a previous podcast, they have a couple. But this is not the best way to come out. The new Jacksons. Tom, are we the new Jacksons as well?
1: We are the new Jacksons of R&B podcasting. We'll take that. (laughs) I'll take
0: it. Uh, (laughs) And We'll get Ed back next week to discuss more of this because this is pretty outrageous. But... Yep. Before we do that, Tom, can we get into our soul back track of the day?
1: Uh, if you have one in mind, yes.
0: I do have one in mind. So let's go because we're talking about Black. Can we just talk about the record bring it all to me with your boy JC Chaze?
1: There you go. Let's do it.
0: That song right there, Tom. That's like that really reminds me of that like 90s 2000s era. It wasn't really pop, it wasn't really R&B. It just meshed so well in between. That was a fun record, right?
1: I wasn't feeling his uh, thugged-out style and baggy jeans and all that, but, you know.
0: <laughs> but, interestingly enough, I wonder why they had JC on the song instead of Justin Timberlake.
1: Budget? I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably should have asked Brandy that. But, you know what? Actually, yeah. it's because JC was the lead singer at first, and then they, like, shifted oh. it towards Justin. Yeah. Gotcha. So, they did what they could, but, uh, <laughs> um, Yeah. Um, Tom I think that's it for us what's going on with you know I got soul
1: uh, just posting that new music keep it locked to the site We've got a lot of good stuff up there check it out check out an artist you haven't heard of before take a listen you're probably going to like it if we posted it so make sure you uh, spend some time on the site soon
0: fair enough and uh, yeah I think that's it for this week we're going to try to get Ed back soon because uh, this two man team thing doesn't really work as well as the three man trio trifecta so uh tom i think that's it for this week shout outs to kyle and wingo for joining us on the podcast and i guess we're out of here tom
1: we're out kyle peace
0: peace